a five, a four, a three, a two, a fan. Hi, I'm Ray. And I'm Veronica. And welcome to the Chicklet Book Club Podcast. Where we read a romance novel and then we talk about it. Today we're talking about Practice Makes Perfect by Sarah Adams. Yay! Yay! Such a like a maybe such an apple pie name, and I kind of love it. Like yeah, Sarah Adams. Like it is. It's very yeah. like. Did you um, make the American flag? Like that's what I think of. I think of like the Revolutionary War. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm just thinking of Abigail Adams. No, that's yeah, that's thinking. probably true. That's probably true. Sorry, coolest Sarah. One the, yeah, one of the coolest ladies ever. But Sarah, I'm sure you are very cool too. Yeah, I'm sure also. We thought your book was pretty cool, so there you go. Yeah. We like spoiler it. alert. You know, I I devoured this book pretty yeah. quick because you yeah, had I had to actually it. I had to slow myself down. Yeah, I was like really into it. And so then I kept I was reading it so fast that I you and I have joked about like we finish a book and then it it leaves our brains. Yes. And so I was worried that uh, there are two other books that I really wanted to read this week because they came out this week. Yeah. And I was worried that like I would finish this book and then I would immediately devour the other two. And then by the time we got to Saturday night when we were supposed to be recording that I would remember literally nothing. You know, and so I, th- I was like, I need to slow down. I and I and I was thinking about the same thing earlier. I was actually thinking earlier, I'm like, oh fuck, what is this book about? <laughs> same. I was like, oh wait, did he have blue eyes? I earlier, like today yeah. was a shit he had blue eyes. The person I chose for stunt casting is it gonna work? Yeah, because and and I'm always trying to like what I need to do in my mind and, and for me is for me. Um, so, do you remember that TikTok guy that goes like for me all the time? I no. can't think of okay. I, I don't know why in my brain it was just that's what I sounded like for about two seconds. Um, was but for me, like I think what I'm going to have to start doing is not it, it, either making sure that I finish uh, arcs early in the week on weeks that we record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that way, like, um, and not to say that like I don't, you know, but it just it's it's hard to prioritize when you're, you know, and I ended up reading this a lot earlier than I than I anticipated, right? And when then and then yeah, then other books also then wreck you, and then you're like, my brain. Sorry. Oh yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, my hey, book wrecked you a while ago. It did. It did. So. Uh, rereading parts of it wrecked me again. So thank you for that. Um, speaking of, um, tell me something good. Oh, you know, not a lot going on at the moment. Um, no. I uh, I published a book yesterday. Oh, my God. You have it in your hand. I do. Get that. New I don't. <laughs> I have. It's still that Amazon. uh prioritizes like you know orders as opposed to like author copies so i don't have any yet but i won't for another two weeks but uh that's okay other people have have them i'm super excited about that it is gorgeous as i was saying to her earlier it's thick it's t-h-i-c-c this book is thick two c's she's got got a thick old book (laughs) she's large large march in the house um uh it's gorgeous it's a gorgeous book it's just absolutely it's a fucking banger dude you'll cry you're gonna cry your fucking eyes out yeah you'll probably cry sorry 
Yeah, I mean, just pulling fucking quotes for your review. I was crying. I was I was just texting her. I said, I'm just sitting here bawling. Sorry. Sorry. So what's the name uh, of your book? Oh, it's called Meet Me at Home. Um, <laughs> we'll link in the show description. Um yes. But yeah, it's called Meet Me at Home, and it is about Kate and Liam, who are rebuilding their lives after losing their spouses. Uh, we did a live this week, too. We where did on Instagram. We did, and we had some people join us, so thank we you did. if you did join us. Uh, we had fun. I couldn't uh, hold the fucking camera, because I'm a dumbass. But anyhow... Um... <laughs> also, we're old. We're old, yeah. And we were like, how do we do this live thing? Did you do it on your laptop? Uh, no, I did it on my phone, but I have a ring light, so I like put it in the ring light. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, because my 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 ex my other camera, I wouldn't wouldn't able to do it because you'd have to do it because I think you can only do the lives on your camera, right, or on your phone. Sorry, on your, on your phone. phone. I I would imagine that's true. Yeah, and my my um tripod is only so that you can hold it sideways. Oh, boo. Yeah, as far as I know, there could be another piece to it. I have no idea. Anywho. <clears throat> So, yeah, that was fun. Uh, me watching me, like, make everyone sick. Uh, but we did, uh, we, talk, we talked a little bit about why you wrote the book, why you, mm-hmm. what, why this had been in your brain for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I would suggest, like, it, it's up on our Insta. So if you yeah. follow us on Instagram, uh, take a look. We talked for about almost an hour. Almost an hour, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was good. I had a great time. It was fun. It was super fun. I felt, I felt very legit too legit to quit uh yeah absolutely do you know can't hold uh, me down ain't nobody can't hold me down love it you know yeah that's that's what i've been up to man that's my bright spot i'm super excited i cried at midnight and then apparently lost my ever-loving mind and uh like made a tiktok about it and posted it so you know why do people post videos of themselves crying on the internet? Like, why do we do that? Um, shared shared trauma. <laughs> shared trauma. <laughs> I guess. I guess part of me it was like in in the lead up to the release of the book, I've been finding a lot of people on TikTok who are like, their books are coming out soon like next month or the month after or they just sent it to their editor or whatever and so i felt like i don't know it just felt like a way to connect to people who were like on the same timeline yeah. or about to come up to that because it's like having is like shared a shared experience yeah i mean yeah. it's it's a lot of like just all of those emotions like the anticipation of it happening and like the struggle to get there and all of those things. And then the, the just sheer joy of it finally being live on the website Mm -hmm. and knowing that, like I told the day that the um, ebook was approved on Amazon for pre-order, I told my coworkers and then like a ton of them pre-ordered it like immediately. I mean, I had, like 16 pre-orders within two hours of me telling my coworkers and a few friends. So it just, it was really gratifying and it felt so good. And people, yes, I had taken the day off work and people had texted me screenshots of 
the cover showing up on their Kindles. Yeah. Like in the Kindle app during the day. And it was just awesome. And then people were texting me photos of the book because they ordered it like on, I had the, I had the paperback go live like earlier in the week so that people could start posting reviews, which hasn't happened yet. Thanks Bezos. Um, but, (laughs) uh, people were able to order their paperbacks. So then like some of my coworkers were like, Hey, your paperbacks are already live. And I was like, Oh, well, yeah, I did that for like review purposes. And uh, so they were like, well, shit, I'm just going to order it now. And so they ordered it and like it, they were like, um, it says it's going to be here on Saturday. And like my mom ordered one on, I don't know, Wednesday or Thursday. And she had it last night. She was so excited. And she like took a picture of it. She was like, I'm shaking, just like holding the envelope. I haven't even opened it yet. And um, your mom has got to be fucking proud as shit. She's the absolute fucking sweetest lady in the whole world. She is, but she, I'm sure she's prouder than all get out like i probably yeah like all of us who know you are prouder as fuck about this for you so she said she cried reading the dedication and then the acknowledgement so Mm -hmm. um but she was like i have to finish my book club book first and i was like respect i get it because she was like i know once i start reading yours that i'm not gonna want to stop like i won't finish the book club book yeah yeah i'll just keep reading yours and so i was like all right we'll go finish your crappy book club book and then go back to mine (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for the record i have no idea what her book club is reading <laughs> but uh doesn't matter doesn't matter doesn't matter. Doesn't doesn't matter. matter um but yeah it was it was really sweet and like this week i had no idea but like my uncle had ordered two copies because he's a writer and his wife is a writer and so like they both just you know understand it and um she's a published author and he's he has not written any books but has written like many pieces for you know, papers and magazines and the internet. Um, but uh, so they ordered two copies and they like Aww. sent me a, sent a photo to me on Facebook and <sighs> it's just been like, it's been awesome. It's just been really, really beautiful yeah. to see people excited about it and supportive of it. Um, and I'm really, I'm super grateful, super grateful <laughs> Well, it's a beautiful book, and if you have not picked it up yet, please do. Please, please, please do. It's fantastic. You're not, you won't regret it. And this is coming from someone who hates car crash angst, and I absolutely loved it. So, uh, um, it's also on Kindle Unlimited. So, like, if you do that, it'll cost you nothing to read this book. So. True, true story. True, true story. Yep. Yeah, and if you don't have Kindle Unlimited <laughs> and you like books, then I don't know what to tell you because at this point, like, I, I would die if I did. <laughs> a little limited i at first i was like i don't know do i really want to do this and then like i mean the thing is if you read two books a month and i'm not we're not here trying to promote no like, i limited it's definitely just that, said that jeff bezos should eat a dick on the moon today this week so yeah, yeah. i mean listen but, i am i am publishing through amazon because they make it so easy for indie yeah. authors to publish so um i have plenty of criticism of jeff bezos and amazon <laughs> It, uh, they make it really easy for indie authors to publish and um, Kindle Unlimited in particular is is a really great way for indie authors to get their work out there because people pay it's literally like ten seventy nine a month or something mm-hmm. and if you I mean if you read two books a month you've paid for that it, well, it kind of depends on like how much the book costs but like you know 
you, you can know, read two, three books a month and and will have paid for that. And let me tell you, I read way more. And statistically, like people who have Kindle Unlimited read way more than they they would otherwise. Yeah. Well, I mean, because how many how much of buyers fucking remorse for books that were like, Jesus, Christ. like, why did I pay, even pay two dollars for this piece of shit? You well, know? and like for a Kindle book, I mean, I can't like speak for everyone here, but I, man. Paying like thirteen bucks for a Kindle book, it, I'm like, it I'm hurts. not even getting a paperback, man. You know, like well, it's that's just... true too. Because a lot of times, a lot of times, the paperbacks are cheaper than the fucking Kindle version. Sometimes like, they are. And if and they, it, yeah, if it comes to that, and I like the author and I like the, the book, the like the cover and stuff, I'll just mm-hmm. buy the paperback. But yeah, I mean that's what I'm doing with using the Kindle is so much easier. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's just so convenient. Oh my God, I just recognized why I know that person, the person in my stunt casting, and I will tell you later. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you when we get to it. I'm so sorry. Okay, anyway, um, like for example, with um, Court of Tricksters and King of Tricksters, like mm-hmm. I'm reading it specifically on Kindle Unlimited because I know that she gets paid more that way. Right, right. Um, and then I'm buying the paperback because the covers are fucking beautiful. Yeah, yeah I had the the one up here. It's still what's up at the top shelf, but I had it like yeah. So, uh, in preparation for King of Tricksters coming out, I was annotating my um, my paperback copy, like based on the highlights that I had put. I still have the Kindle Unlimited version, just yeah. so that I could annotate the the paperback. My, mine would all be fucking Bernard. Oh, the cat is amazing. Um, anywho, um, anywho, that's enough about me, um, Ray. Yes, tell me something good. Well, I was on vacation for a little bit. It was really nice. So thank you again for working out with me to schedule so that way I could go on said vacation. Oh my God, of course. Um, I did not tell you this because I wanted to save it for your, uh, for, oh shit, I didn't take a picture of it. Damn it. So I I wanted to save to see your reaction. You know what? Can we, can we pause? Cause I have to, I have to take a picture of it and I will come out cause I have to send it to you cause I want to see your reaction. Yes. Okay. Okay, I'm going to send it over to you right now. Right, I'm going to send it over. Okay. <clears throat> so excited. Is this something you bought in North Carolina? No, I, I got it. Oh. Got it. Yep. No. When you see it, you'll understand. Okay. Just sent. I heard it go whoop. Wait. Yeah, it's it, it's it is what you think it is. No, but I can't. T- Did you send me a picture of like your car? Yeah, yeah. So an hour uh, before I got to Wilmington, um, a rock <gasps> hit my windshield. Oh, no, and and it's it's still there because I I don't have time nor the uh, do I care right now to get a fix. But literally, it went and cracked the whole front. Of- and the reason that I wanted to see your expression is because I was like, should I call? Should I call Safe Light? Yes. You should call Safe Light. Safe Light Repair, Safe, safe Light Replace. replace. Give and them a magnet. See if they'll put it up in their store. <laughs> They'll be like, what the fuck is this? So <clears throat> and we were debating, my father and I were debating whether or not I get it done, fixed down there. 
I said, because if we wanted to go to the zoo, um, that's the one of the commercials. They wanted to go to the zoo. But that's it. The way he says it, it makes me laugh. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've been saving that because I was like, I started laughing. I was so mad, but at the same time, I because at first it was this little tiny crack, and then because the temperature changed from it being outside, the next day it was like, oh, I was like, well, it's obviously not gonna like break, like like the windshield itself is actually gonna implode upon me but at some point i'm sure it'll start leaking but i'm like right now because you gotta pay your deductible the way that i i i won't um go too far into why i know so much about glass um but i can tell you that uh automobiles have tempered glass and typically there is like a type of um film on it that keeps it like so while the window may be cracked the film itself should probably keep the water out for a bit, That's, but yeah. you know, in the meantime, call Safe Light. I I figure because uh, I I tried to talk to State State Farm because my buddy from Jake Jake from State Farm Jake from State Farm yeah he's hot anyhow um mm-hmm. he uh yeah they told me I tried to do the text like here file a claim and yeah. they're like yeah you know you got you got to call us I'm like oh you sons of bitches um I learned from uh so one time at band camp um in like. <laughs> I don't remember. This is many years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband got into a car accident and they like totaled his car. And so he bought um, a new car. Well, it wasn't new. It was used. But like three weeks later, like we walked into a dealership, bought a used car. Um, and that night he drove to a friend's house. Uh, Lee and I were actually at our house watching a movie. He drove to a friend's house to hang out for a bit and uh while he was there some fucking asshole drove by or ran by or rode by and shot his windows with bb guns and two of the windows totally busted nice uh what i learned at that time was that uh you for only like glass only repair oftentimes your deductible will be uh like just what it will cost to replace the to replace the glass so oftentimes when it's glass only damage they'll like you can use your insurance but they were like it might not even be worth it because Mm -hmm. like you might end up paying like let's say your your deductible is 500 bucks the window might be 500 bucks and so then like what's the point right and so we ended up it was two windows um not neither of which were the windshield it was like one one of the driver's side like the driver's side door and then like a tiny window in the back and together Mm -hmm. they were like 525 dollars oh wow so it like wasn't worth we didn't even yeah we just like told them to close the claim because i'm not gonna like it's 25 dollars you know, right. what's right. the point? Right. And having my insurance get jacked up, right? Yes. Um, yeah, vacation was fine. I mean, it was nice. I got up like early every day and and because I was getting like sleep <laughs> and um not having nice. to worry about work. And I did some things that you know I normally don't do when I go down there. So it was nice. Like, I don't know, it was, it was just um we 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 said no to Myrtle Beach because we I forgot that it was spring break. And I was like, nope. that was bad enough. And so took the dogs to the beach and uh, that was fun. And yeah, so, I mean, it's, it was, it was just nice. It was nice to be away for a little while. It, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, how I did could, the dogs do with the car? They did very well. Um, they better on the way back than, than on the way down. Cause I think they were just kind of like, what the fuck is happening? Um, yeah. But they got their little, they uh, yeah have little like uh, beds in the car. They have like car beds. 
adorable. Yeah. And he was laying on like his and hers. Because of course he was, because he's a man. And got um, a man spread, you know? Mm-hmm. And he was uh, but they were like they were they were both pretty good. I mean, um, it kind of sucks you guys like like the when I went down, I got up uh I left at five. And so I got up at like three o'clock to give them nope. the pill and then went Ugh. back to sleep. Yeah. So that they were good and knocked out. Good. Yeah. So my word. Any hoozles. Yeah. Hoozlebees. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm really glad to hear that. Yeah. Um, okay. I have um, a quiz for you. Actually, I kind of like this one. Um, I, we'll see how it turns out here. Okay. Um, what the fuck just happened? Okay, there it is. I really love oh. the headband you have it, by the way. Thank is that you. like a scarf or a headband? It's a headband. Because I, I like don't. Because my. Anytime I try to do that, they like they come up. The back. Yes. I have a round head. Same. I can't wear like um, only when I'm working out do I ever wear like a headband around mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for to catch sweat because I'm sexy like that. Oh, same, same. Mm-hmm. I sweat like yeah, like a whore in church. Yep, as my mom would say. Anyhow, um, <clears throat> she has the greatest colloquialisms that aren't like you know. <laughs> Anywho, uh, this is sort of freaky, but we can guess your love language based on your rom com choices. I'm gonna okay. guess you can't. BuzzFeed because the last quiz we remember took remember the last you, one yeah. yeah burrito big burrito uh what was the one I I had you take and it was like we can guess the name of the person you'll Your marry soulmate. or yeah or oh god I don't remember what it was the first it was letter like, of the soulmate's name yeah and it was like your soulmate likes winter. And we were like, what? Like, there's something about even... a, there was something about a burrito. That's all I remember is my soulmate's a burrito. Anyhow. Ridiculous. All right. So pick one of these movies that you like with like right. the most. <clears throat> when Harry Met Sally, Clueless, Four Weddings and a Funeral, Hitch, Kate and Leopold, or Serendipity. Oh, that's hard. Yeah, that's a hard yeah. one. I love Serendipity. Okay. Pick one. 10 Things I Hate About You, Pretty Woman, Sabrina, the 1954 version, uh, The Four-Year-Old Version, The Girl Next Door, or Runaway Bride. Wait, it was 10 Things I Hate About You and then what? Pretty Woman. No. Um, I'll say 10 Things I Hate About You. Okay. The Holiday, 13 Going on 30, Love and Basketball, Pretty in Pink, The Lady Eve, or The Prince and Me. Uh, what was the first one again? The holiday. The holiday. The holiday. Okay. Yeah, that's the one with Kate Winslet, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that movie. Thank Sleeps you, Jack in... Black. Yes, yes. Sleepless in Seattle, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, uh, Cinderella Story, Fifty First Dates, A Walk to Remember, His His Girl Friday. Hmm. That's so hard. I know. Uh oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay. Listening to okay, we, I'm torn between Sleepless in Seattle and Fifty First Dates. Fifty First Dates. That's what I'm going to say. Um, okay, I'm listening to We Hate Movies uh, do a review on Sleepless in Seattle. It it made me like open my eyes to a lot of things about the movie that I'm like, that's problematic. A little problematic. Really problematic. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go with Fifty First Dates. Yeah, I mean, which probably also has its own problematic things, but like, but Bill Pullman is such a good guy in that movie, and she fucks him over pretty hard, like leaves him oh yeah yeah i mean he's just such a good dude and and like her family's the dick to him too it's like yeah that's true anyhow um 
Bridget Jones's Diary, Roman Holiday, The Seven Year Itch, uh, Amelie, It Happened One Night, or Bride Wars. That's that's a weird that combination is. there. Uh, I think that's the one with, I didn't know there was a romance, but isn't it? Um, oh, what? Anne Hathaway. Hathaway and Kate Hudson. Uh, Kate I think. Hudson. Yeah. I've never seen that. I'm going with Amelie. While You Were Sleeping, How to Lose a ten- Guy in 10 Days, 27 Dresses, The Princess Bride, John Tucker Must Die, which is really not a romance either, or The Philadelphia Story. Read the beginning again. While You Were Sleeping, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, 27 Dresses, The Princess Bride, John Tucker, or Princess The Philadelphia Okay. I love The Philadelphia Story. Anyhow. I've never seen it. It's very Shocking. Good. Shocker of all shocks. <laughs> uh, it's Catherine Hepburn. Oh. Uh, yeah. And Cary Grant. And... Jimmy Stewart. So it's like, Jesus Christ, this just take, take, yeah, take me out. Anyhow, um, you've got mail. She's the man. My best friend's wedding. Friends with benefits. Angus throngs. I have never, I don't know what that is. No reservations. I'm like, I don't think you know what Angus thongs and perfect snogging. It's, I think it's a British movie. I would assume. And no reservations. I, I think that's a British movie too. No, I need. See which one Friends with Benefits was. I never saw that one. I saw the other one that is very similar. Going um, the Distance? No, it's um, the one with... Uh, Ashton Kutcher? Yeah, the one with Ashton Kutcher. Is that whatever happened in Vegas or whatever though? No, it's... Um... Shit. Friends with Benefits uh, it's called No Strings Attached. Oh, that's right. Um, okay, sorry. Read me the list again because I was focused on that. You've got mail. She's the one. She's the one. She's the she's... man. My best friend's wedding, friends with benefits, or no reservations. You've got mail. Okay. Jesus, H. Christ, how many? Uh, okay, for, there's, okay. There's something about Mary. Again, not a romance. My big fat Greek wedding. The wedding singer, What a Girl Wants, Just Go With It, or Raising Helen. Oh my god, is, that's difficult, but I'm still going with the wedding singer. Yeah, the wet the raising Helen is not really a romance either, is it? I've never seen that. Crazy Rich, Rich Asians, Love Actually, Sex in the City, the movie, Sixteen Candles, Made of Honor, or One Day. Fuck. God, that that this one's a rough one because uh, I know what I'm going to say, and it's Made of Honor. Yeah, I had to Google it to make sure that that was the one I was thinking Patrick of. Dempsey, but that's right? Patrick Dempsey. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, crazy Stupid Love, Moonstruck, Set It Up, What Women Want, The Wedding Planner, or Love and Other Drugs. It's the last one. Read them all again. I'm sorry. Crazy Stupid Love, Moonstruck, Set It Up, What Women Want, The Wedding Planner, or Love and Other Drugs. Something about me really loves the movie What Women Want. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So sorry. So your love language. Do you know what your love language is? Yes. Okay. Your love language is acts of service. You love when your partner does something for you that makes your life easier. Okay. It's really not far off. Like I would say that that's certainly one of them like i don't mm-hmm. it's certainly like if not the primary then it would be like the secondary what's your primary can i ask uh touch hmm. which i i can't really say would have always been yeah but you know i don't people, want anybody fucking touching me so it's fine 
That's okay. But they can paint my fence. Yeah. Acts of service. Absolutely. Yeah. Or mow my, mow my fucking grass. Absolutely. Oh, these cards. So close. So close. We are close. That is a very small stack you've got there. Uh, yeah. All right. Little stacky. Little stackies. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, this isn't even a fucking sex act. What? How? It's a lap dance. Lusty lap dance. Poor play. Uh, she, she offers him a lusty lap dance by grinding his penis. Okay, hold on. Hold on. That. Back it up, back it up, back it up. That is the, the, well, the back most it up, un- back it up, back it in. Yeah, Let us begin. It's probably the most non-sexy way to even yep. say that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh wait, I forgot. I was David Attenborough for a second. Mm-hmm. She offers him. She offers him a lusty lap dance by grinding his penis into fucking dust no i'm just kidding <laughs> while, he is in, <laughs> while he's in a seated position no he is not allowed to touch well i oh, hope wow. to maybe cover himself until his groin is on fire from all the grinding <laughs> right jeez put it out put it out with your mouth wow wow i mean it's foreplay i guess but these are sexual positions. Right. Look That's at, not this, a sexual position. I guess box. I could turn into a sexual position. We all know there's no sex in the champagne room. And that's usually where those happen. Yeah, it's true. Unless you're... Do we all know that there is no sex in the champagne room? Mm-hmm. Okay. Number one rule at the strip club, isn't it? I don't know. Pretty I can't sure. say I've actually ever been to a strip club. Now I want to go. No, you don't. Don't go to one in Canada. Why not? They, well, I don't know. It could, it, it could be different here. I, the one that I went to the one in Canada, she was doing all kinds of, cause okay, here's the other thing. I don't think, I think I've told this story on the, on air before. I that, feel like you have not. How drunk was I when you told this story? Cause I do not recall it. Didn't I have another story? Oh yeah. Well, I will not tell that story on air, but, um, <laughs> um, so a couple of us uh, in college, because you could drink in Canada at a, you know, at right, a young, yeah. uh, you know, so we drove up to Canada because it was yeah, like course. in Erie. So it was only two hour drive. Yeah. So we go to Niagara Falls and uh, we go to, um, and so there was like three, three girls and a guy. And, um, and the only reason I bring that up is because he's a gay man and that goes along with the story. Got so. It. We were like, uh, we're going to go, we're going to do like a haunted house because there's a whole bunch of them in Niagara Falls. And then we're going to go to uh, the strip club. Cool. All right. And we're going to drink. Sounds like fun. So we go to this haunted house, which was so funny because my friend, is, he, 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 you know, he's behind me. Uh, and this is before I really got into horror. So it was like, uh, yeah, anyhow. And he's behind me and this guy, and they keep trying to stick one of those vibrate, like a chainsaw, those vibrating chainsaws up his ass as he's no. going through. It was very funny. Very funny. But then we get to the strip, to the strip joint and there's like two, there's a girl side, a female side and a male side. So there's like mints. It's on one side, which is the, the female. And then there's peppermints on the other side, which is, you know, 
Stop it. Uh-huh. That's amazing. So we get in, we pay our cover, get up to like go into peppermints because we're all excited. And that's yeah. why I brought it. That was a gay man. Yeah. And, and they're like, sorry, ladies, peppermints closed tonight, but mints is open. We're like, well, we're fucking here. We just paid the cover. So, and it was nobody there. Like there was nobody fucking there. So we went over, we're sitting there and I paid, we paid for extremely like overpriced drinks. They were, and it was just dirty. Yeah. But this girl brought, she comes out, she's got a comforter with her. And I'm like, this happened happening. Like this dirty, ratty old comforter on the stage. And she starts to hump it like on stage. Then she's like, people are putting dollar bills at the end of the stage. She's shoving them in her vagina. I was like, I'm done. Money is very dirty. Money is extremely dirty. Uh, The comforter was like, I was kind of like, I am done here. And um, then one of the dancers came over to my friend and he's sitting there and she starts doing a lap dance on him. And he, she leaves because he's kind of like, oh, that was great. (laughs) And she leaves. He goes, I am gay. I know I am gay. I'm gay. If there's any question, I am gay. If I, I ever was, needed a double check on that. Because <laughs> she was a very attractive lady, too. I was like, you know, I go, do you want me to get you a private lap dance? He's like, nope. I pretty much know what's happening down below. Nothing. So, yeah, I was, it was one of those where like, we were staying for this drink and we are getting the fudge out of here. Yep. Well. Yep. Okay. I do not remember what we did the rest of the night, but, you know, that's, that's how it is when you go drinking in Canada. But I don't know um, if they're allowed to do that. I mean, hygiene standards here. I don't know if they're allowed to do that kind of stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Because I have no idea. It also, I think, depends on if the if the the um the the bar or whatever serves food too. I think you, you have to have a certain hmm. amount because I know they're in Texas. In Texas, there are strip clubs that serve food. Because I was when I was driving through Texas, I was so excited I was going to get some barbecue. Like, but I was driving, and I'm like, "Well, I'll just stop at one of these places." So I was like, "Oh, oh God. Grab barbecue!" And of course, it's all just fucking strip. I was like, "Oh, oh, I could have a, I could have some barbecue at a strip joint. That sounds fantastic. Sounds great." Crotch oh burgers. burgers. <laughs> I... I do not want someone's crotch over my burger while I'm eating it, or my like pulled pork. Thank you. I have like a lot of comments that I feel like I should just keep to myself. I mean, I don't mind. I mean, I don't have a problem with strippers at all. I, no, I don't fine. either. I don't care. I, you know, I don't care. I just, I, that's, I, I, it does nothing for me. So I'm not going to go to one. Yeah, it, sure. Either, either male or female. Like it's anymore. It's like, okay, cool. All right. Magic Mike. I've never you know, seen I've still never seen that movie. Yeah. I haven't either. No. Guess what? Haven't seen feel okay about it yeah i don't know i might i might give the first one a shot and see what happens i also don't like channing tatum so there's that oh. okay well there's that yeah i mean he's fine um okay so why don't we talk about this book we'll take a break a little breaky for us and come back and talk yeah. about this book oh show all right we'll be back in two and two and we're back we're back bitches hello 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 keep watching to make sure this fucking thing doesn't say hey i know i just was like waiting for it to start like the numbers to start moving um so anywho we are here tonight on this fine evening it is it isn't it's a nice warm out today yeah it got warmer like as the day went on Mm -hmm. um we are here to discuss practice makes perfect 
which mm-hmm. is uh, by Sarah Adams. It is. I don't. It's not really a series, but it's an interconnected standalone. Like a, yeah, like a world almost sort of. Yeah. Like a... um, she, she, the for, the one before this was made in Rome, I believe, or no? Yeah. When in Rome? When in it's Rome? Rome, sorry. Rome, Kentucky cinematic universe. Yes, <laughs> it certainly is. Um, yeah, there it is. Uh, and that one, you would not. Neither of us read it, so we were both mm. um, surprised. When we realized that the um, the character who went in Rome follows the female main character, she's a pop star, and her name is Ray Rose. And I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say something on here that I've never said before, but my last name is Rose. Yeah. So it threw me for a I loop. screenshot it and sent it to you and was like, hey. <laughs> and I showed it to my mother and I said. I, this is weird. This is real weird. Yeah. Real weird. Because it, Ray is not a, and y'all know that's my middle name. It's it's not a normal, especially how it's spelled, it's not normal. Like, it's not. It's often a nickname. Form. Yeah. Yeah. Like for uh, Rochelle or Rachel or like. Yeah. Like the, um, which, which one of that's book? Um, it was um, totally folked, I believe. Yes. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that threw me, threw me off, man, threw me off my game. And and, and yeah, so they say it a couple times in this book, and I was just like, God, what? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, the other book that Sarah Adams has written that has uh, gotten quite a bit of, um, is it the enemy? No, it's the cheat sheet. Oh, okay. I think that's a ballerina and a hockey player, maybe, or a ballerina, a football player. I forget. She's got Regency romances. Oh. Uh, yeah, she's got two. The Dalton Family Book. Well, guess what? I'm going to be looking up. Uh, I have the the enemy. I haven't read it. I think it was a Kindle like stuff your Kindle day. Mm-hmm. One because it's it, yeah, it's Kindle Unlimited. <clears throat> I had it. Um, I think I still have it. Yeah, it's uh, a romantic comedy. Happened in Charleston. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, the cheat sheet was, um, it's about a year old now, I guess. Um, but that one kind of went, it made the rounds on TikTok. It, it is mm. about uh, a ballerina and a football player. Uh, are they, is it, high, is it college? Um, no, because he is in the NFL. Oh, gotcha. Um, I am, cons- I don't know how old she is though. Um, well, she's dancing it, probably early twenties. Yeah. 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 Um, and also NFL, like probably early twenties. So, I mean, they could technically be college age, but like, um, but I think it seems like a friends to lovers kind of deal. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's, that's. Con- we have acquaintances to lovers in this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, like a mild fake dating, you know, like it kind of. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's like it never really is a fake ever. No. <laughs> no. No, it's no. not. Um, okay. So why don't I go ahead <clears throat> and read this? Okay. Um, okay. Uh I don't know if I'll ever be able to find him. Remind me when we go back to stunt casting, there was a specific person on TikTok who I had in mind for this, and I don't know that I'll ever be able to find him. 
Anyway, <laughs> Practice Makes Perfect by Sarah Adams. Annie Walker is on a quest to find her perfect match, someone who complements her happy, quiet life running the local flower shop in Rome, Kentucky. But finding her dream man may be harder than Annie imagined. Everyone knows everyone in her hometown, and the dating prospects are getting fewer by the day. After she overhears her latest date say she is, quote, so unbelievably boring, Annie starts to think the problem might be her. Is it too late to become flirtatious and fun like the leading ladies in her favorite romance movies? Maybe she only needs a little practice, and Annie has the perfect person in mind to be her tutor, Will Griffin. Will, the sexy, tattooed, and absolutely gorgeous bodyguard, is temporarily back in Rome providing security for Amelia Rose as excitement builds for her upcoming marriage to Noah Walker, Annie's brother. He has one personal objective while on the job. Stay away from Annie Walker and any other possible attachments to the sleepy town. But no sooner than he gets settled, Will finds himself tasked with helping Annie find the love of her life by becoming the next leading lady of Rome, Kentucky. Will wants no part in changing the sweet and lovely Annie. He knows for a fact that some stuffy, straight-laced guy won't make her happy, but he doesn't have the heart to say no. Amid steamy practice dates and strictly, quote, educational tutoring lessons, Annie discovers there are more layers to Will's usual stoic attitude. As the lines of their friendship begin, become dangerously blurred, Annie reconsiders her dream guy. Maybe her love life doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs to be real. No. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's a ton <laughs> to add in there. No, that's pretty comprehensive. I was looking at when you're reading that. I was looking. Um, it looks like I think all of her books might be closed door. I assume or so. Wednesday. I've heard that the cheat sheet has like is low on the steam. Yeah, like <clears throat> looking at these Regency ones, it's literally is it closed door Regency romance. Yeah, which not necessarily a bad thing because I think honestly they do a lot here which we'll talk about later so i guess i should just shut up right now um just shut your mouth up (laughs) (laughs) um so how we do things on the how we do things here um on this podcast is we do a compliment sandwich which fyi ted lasso compliment sandwich i was so someone from ted lasso is listening to this show i swear yep yes yes um and also, still, I'm fenced about season three. Anyhow, um, the last couple of episodes have been better. Anyhow, um, <laughs> we do a compliment sandwich. So the we start off with the pro, something we liked about the book. Then mm-hmm. we move to the meat, uh, something that we didn't like as much. And then we follow up on a high note, and the bottom bun is another pro. So, without further ado, my lady, yes, please give me your top bun. Okay. I want to be careful here because what I don't want to do is give things away. Okay. But I could easily just say will, but something about this is a romance novel. Okay. We all know that at some point he is going to, he starts off as this, like, I want no attachments. I never want to get married. I don't believe in love. I don't want a family. He and his brother grew up in a very dysfunctional household Mm -hmm. with parents who absolutely should have divorced. 
Um, and they did eventually, but unfortunately not while the children were still in the home because that's when they should have divorced because their relationship was horribly toxic. Um, but because of that experience, Will has a complete aversion to any kind of committed relationship because he truly just doesn't think that they will ever work. Right. Um, and so he... Um, this happens very early in the book, but uh, his brother calls and is like, hey, I'm getting married. And it freaks Will out, like really freaks him out. Yeah. And um, much later in the book, Will is clearly realizing that he has serious feelings for Annie. And he's freaking out. And he calls his brother. And to me, it was, it's the way he handles this, like, realization mm-hmm. that was the top bun for me. Because he could have absolutely, like, you and I were texting early. I Like you had said earlier, I started earlier than you. Um, of course, you caught up and blew by me. But, like, <coughs> excuse me, we... You were saying, like, I know exactly how this, how, like, there's going to be a third act breakup and it's going to be like this and blah, blah, blah. And I was like. It was close. I was close. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that, like. Yeah. I was, oh, no, 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 no. I don't, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. I was just like, I could see it being a lot more traumatic. Messy. Yeah. And a lot messier than it ended up being. Mm-hmm. And I was grateful for that because I felt like the way that it was handled was much more grown up than right. it would have been had he just like gone the other way. Had he made a different decision, it could have gone very differently. Um, and instead, he he went about it in a more adult manner. He and Annie both, because <sighs> and I get, and, and maybe I can tie, well, Cause, yes, because I mean, my, mine is that the we, we well no let's uh, yeah I'll just say it. So it's it's so it's partially Annie and how decisions Annie makes, but also I just the way that will I love the way that will falls in love. Yes, and because it is like it for him is scary, but in Annie the same thing is because she is trying putting those fences up like. I know, and the decision she makes, especially the last day before the, um, the 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 little league game day, yeah, like the decisions that she makes are so fucking grown up, mm-hmm. so grown up, and um, I I just thought that that was so beautiful. I thought it was really good, really just it, like you said, made all the right decisions, and Will did too. I mean, he, he they both went into this with very like, this cannot happen. I am like. I do not believe in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, to the point where Will doesn't even know if that's what he's feeling. Like, yeah. is that what, is that what I'm feeling? Is that what this is? Yeah. I mean, he literally does it because he doesn't believe that lasting love is a thing. And mm-hmm. so when he is feeling these feelings, he's like, I don't know what's going on with me. I have no idea what this feeling is in my chest that makes it feel tight or like warm or like I, what is this? Cause he's never felt like that before with anyone. And the, 
I was when we so when we meet we we meet Will in this book is she's on a really bad date and <laughs> with John bank teller John and she hears very something very unfortunate mm-hmm. um and then it, it, it was not great of the guy what he said it was not I mean but also he didn't know that she was she heard him so it wasn't awful but, but it was still. just still um and when Will comes over to her table because that's how he does. He's on his own date. He's on a date. But, and she sees, Annie sees him when he comes in. Mm-hmm. But, like, she just figures, like, she's not going to. Do they, yeah. do they, does he smile at her when they come in? No, I don't I, think so. I don't think he even sees, he doesn't even see her when he comes in. But he eventually makes, eventually sees her because all of a sudden she looks up and he's there. Yeah. He makes his way across, like, it's almost like uh, m- magnets. Like, he yeah. is attracted to her. And you get a little bit of description of the g- woman he's with. This Gretchen is, like, supermodel beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, she's a pharmaceutical rep, so uh-huh. model beautiful, you yes. know? like, And so, and yet, this is the woman that's turning his head, is mm-hmm. little Lanny. Mm-hmm. And it's... You just know. I mean, like, there is so much chemistry. There's a ton yeah, it's of immediate. Here. It's immediate. Yeah, it's immediate. And he knows he's in trouble immediately. Yep, he does. And but, so like, does Gretchen. Oh, Gretchen's almost like Jesus. Well, you know, can't wait to see the kids. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because he is on a date with her because they're pl- like she travels because she's a pharmaceutical rep and the, and he is he came to town early essentially like a day to early sex. to yeah. have sex with her like that's essentially yeah. what's going on here yeah he's he's nice enough to buy her dinner first but yes yeah. and and this is an arrangement that they have like yeah. whenever they're in like I mean, who, similar right. parts of the country or whatever yeah. fine whatever but yeah. like she is like so that that girl you were talking to something there huh something going on there and he's denying it, denying it. Right. He's, she's, oh, no, I just, I'm just really tired. Let's, yeah. Just gonna, I'm just going to take you back to the hotel. No. Nope. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's so obvious from the very start. Yeah. So obvious. Yeah. It's a, it is definitely a false first, false hard. Um, because even Annie, Annie's like, uh, she's got a crush on him. I yeah. Don't know she's, she's attracted to him. She's attracted to him, but I don't know if she's actually, quite in love with him i don't because i i don't yeah, think she's I, allowing herself to be in love with him right because she doesn't see him as a viable option because she mm-hmm. thinks that what she wants is to get married and have the picket fence and the babies right. and the dog and all that stuff whereas yeah. like he clearly does not and she knows like she at least knows like he's not in her mind she's like this is my best friend's bodyguard and he doesn't live here right and he travels a lot for work and Mm -hmm. he will not be staying here and therefore this is not a viable person and yet he is a person that she can talk to without nerves yep and he and she is a person that he will talk to at all yeah because amelia is like wait will talk to you because right. I had to like force a friendship upon him. Yeah, and and does throughout the rest of it. Yes, but, it's hysterical. But like he, you know, it's yeah, I, and and they are they're kind of both like 
goofy. Like they're both kind of quirky, goofy. Oh my god! And they're funny together. Work really well together. Yes. Yes. And uh, yeah, it's like it's the one that you least expect is going to knock you on your feet, knock you off your feet, knock you off your feet. But but Will is pretty fucking great. He is pretty fucking great. One of the things that I really enjoyed about their little banter back and forth was like she's always called him Will. And then, oh my God, the names! Yeah, she she eventually calls him William, or like someone calls him William, and she—I forget how she even gets. She down calls this him road. William, and he's like, "Goes, that's not, how, how do you know? That's how my do you name? even know that's my name?" And she's like, "Oh, sorry, Wilfred." Like she just immediately starts calling him through the whole book, calls him like random names. Wilton, Wilton, Wilfred, like Wilmington, yeah. like just whatever yeah. any other name that could possibly be shortened to Will. Yeah, she creates it. And calls yeah. him by that name, and it's hysterical. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. It's really great. Yeah. <sighs> but and, sorry, I, I hijacked your 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 top bun there. But no, um, I think it's like it's just in general, like yeah, like it, it is Will because Will is one of my new favorite book boyfriends. Legit, for certain. Yes, for certain. Um, but I think, like, like I think I text when when I finished, I texted you and I said. I love Will falling in love. Like yes. I love watching Will fall in love. That was like because we a lot of times we mostly see it from the woman's side of the the heroine side. So we don't normally get to see it for, from the really in this depth because he it's like almost at times he talks about he, he's always he's touching his chest like he's it's actually a physical yes. thing for him. His yes. heart aches mm-hmm. and he like. I don't know. It's just his chemistry is off. And she's not, and, the, and Sarah Adams is is not a bad writer, so she's Oh, right. Absolutely. Um he says Hang on, I'm trying to find this one part. Okay, yeah, here it is. Um he this is from Will's point of view. My breath catches when I realize she's facing me now, eyes open, smiling softly. She doesn't say anything and neither do I. Her blue eyes sparkle in the morning sun and her domestic and the most domestic images rush mm-hmm. through my head of her pouring a bowl of cereal, me topping it off with milk and then her sitting in my lap while we eat together at the table because I'm a clingy son of a bitch like that. That's all wrong. That's not the sort of fantasy I should be having about her. It should all be, it should be all sexual, all primal and fleeting. Instead, I'm rubbing my chest and telling myself to get the hell out of here before I accidentally ask her to have coffee with me on the porch while the sun comes up. He um, also, I would like to say, um, pretty much any of the texting back and forth. The texting was awesome. He he texts her at this one point, and he says, "Is it sappy? At the risk of sounding a little too poetic and sappy, the color of California sky is the same blue as your eyes." She Did also you do that she for says, me? "I'm that, quickly learning. I do anything for you." Yep. Was that that's what I was, where I was gonna going? Read? Damn it. Yep. Damn it. Yeah. So good. Um, oh my god. Yeah, he's just like he's the fucking best. I mean, and we do have a couple like so there is one and you're talking about really good decisions. So there is a uh, a miscommunication uh at one point in in like about the middle part is um there's a kiss that happens and he thinks one oh, thing. Oh, yeah. And so well, that's me. It's not a big deal. So it, he thinks that she's she's kissing him to make somebody jealous, and she's mm-hmm. not. Right. And she 
realizes it afterwards. Like she, and so he hasn't talked to her for a couple of days. Cause he's like, okay, I need to fucking calm down. Like I'm getting upset about this and she has every right. This is not, you know? Mm-hmm. And then she, when she f- realizes that's how did, does she realize it on her own? Yes. She realizes it on own cause that's what, you know, I think. Yeah. Cause that's, she thinks that's, that's oh, why he then hasn't, she's sick. Yeah. She's sick. And yeah. she realizes that he didn't like, he has talked for a couple of days and yeah. she, and um, she realizes it's because he thinks that that she was like, pretending and she wasn't pretending. Mm-hmm. And she just fucking comes out and was like, "I wasn't pretending. I really yeah. wanted to kiss you." And I was like, "Think about that. Like, how fucking long another book would that have gone on?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. And still, he comes over and fucking takes care of her. Yep. Which is super cute. It's very cute. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, just making good decisions. Like, there's no hitting all the re- like the realistic adult human choices mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. yeah yeah even the ending and i'm not again not going to spoil it but she thinks something mm-hmm. which is not the right you know it's not right but at the same time she's kind of like well also like what am i gonna do i, I can't right like this is we both knew yes yeah, this, this is um but the ending is pretty great um it is pretty great great i also enjoyed the little epilogue that was funny yes i enjoyed that too it was very cute it was very i thought it was really uh an interesting way to to write it yes it was yeah yeah for sure yeah um all right now we get to the part we some it sometimes breaks my heart to do uh but we gotta do it it's just the con the meat or is the con something we didn't like about the book but i i have a feeling you're and my are gonna be the same maybe Uh, not i don't know i don't know um my meat is listen i'm not i'm not against closed door romance oh okay but ours are different okay okay i'm not against closed door romance but in this case she's like a mid to late 20s she's like 27 28 year old virgin 28 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't know man like i just i wanted more from her perspective about that experience Mm. because she has Mm -hmm. waited so long and even and he says at one point, like, I can't be the person who takes her virginity. Yeah. But then he does ask her at some point, like, I have to ask, are you a virgin? And he asks it in a very nice, like, very, like, sensitive, sweet, calm way. Well, it's and, not- and in, in his response to her when she says yep. the affirmative is very sweet because mm-hmm. he's like, like. I it surpri- it surprised me how like passionate yes you were yes like how responsive she was and like mm-hmm. so he I don't know I just I wanted more of like of not even explicit detail but like no, more of yeah. how she felt finally being in that moment where she was she waited this long how like how are you feeling in this moment are you excited to be like i don't know i just was looking for more from her right we like we didn't need to have the moment where he like stuck it in a broker hymen but like i assume it was broken by that point because anything could break a hymen including riding a horse or a bike but like tampon yeah Mm -hmm. yeah you know but like i something about that moment where like 
you've literally never had a dick inside of you. You know, like I, I something they've been like, you know, or, I need or like, something. Yeah. Something, because um, we don't, we don't, it just, it goes to the next day, doesn't it? Just, um, She, I didn't like highlight it, so I don't know that I'll be able to find oh, it very no, they, easily. Oh, no, because they talk about it afterwards, that's right. Yeah, she, um, the way that like her chapter ends, like they, she talks about how he made her feel special all night or loved her all night or like something like that and like mentions a 2 a.m. shower and. right. And finally falling asleep when, like, the sun is about to come up and stuff like that. But she doesn't, there's no, like, there's nothing about how she, I don't know. I just, I I felt like something was missing. And then the next day, um, the two of them are, like, walking to breakfast and something deters them. But uh, Will says, like, he stammers in his internal monologue and he's like we i it was amazing and he talks about how like it's never been like that with anyone else because yeah because because he says something it's not this time it wasn't sex it was actually making love yeah 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 i mean some of it would have been is something something yeah. probably would, yeah I, I didn't mind it but i i can see i i, I agree with you i agree with you i mean because honestly it is very sensual oh for sure like, them like getting up to that point because it's very loving i mean it is very the way he he is with her is very much like it is like she's almost like a prized possession not a prize but you know like not a possession but like he's like not he's very tender with her he's ten thank you that's the word very soft with her and tender Mm -hmm. because he's like you know she's special yeah to him so no i get it yeah that's all what about you okay I thought it was going to be mine because I fucking hated her sisters. Yeah. It's not. And, and this is not a situation where like we say about the villain and blah, blah, blah. Like if they're written well, they're really not. It's not really. No, these, these two characters are assholes. The town at some point is no, for most of it is a fucking asshole. Mm -hmm. But these sisters, oh my God, I wrote, I highlighted one of them because it made me so fucking angry. Um, Let's see. Uh, Oh, well, there's one. Uh, Madison nose wrinkles. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Okay, no, um, sorry. What do you? So, what do you guys practice? I shrug. Just regular stuff, datey stuff, you know. Good topics to bring up on dates, how to flirt, those sort of things. Madison's nose wrinkles. Oh, I guess that makes more sense. What do you mean? I ask, having a bad feeling that I already know the answer. She laughs lightly because she thinks I'm in on the joke. It's you, and it's Will Griffin. Now, mind you, her sisters have talked about how they should be the one to fuck him when they come into town. When, yeah, like the 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 two of them fight about who should fuck him. Like they cool. very much remind me of the evil stepsisters from Cinderella. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, even though they're like they're they're painted to be these two gorgeous, like even more you know more beautiful. Than they're older Annie. than her. Yeah, and they they act like this. They're also and both they all, teachers. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Like to be known around town as the teacher who sleeps with fucking everybody. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Uh, and she, he's like, he's all sexy, fun, adventure. And you're our quiet little, sweet little introvert. I'm just saying it's probably for the best that you get, you, you guys aren't really dating because you'd rather be inside on a Friday night reading a book and he'd probably be drunk in a club. And at one point, um, 
she, they say something about like, well, you know, it wouldn't have worked out. Anyhow. You, you need, you need a doctor, a doctor. Maybe one of, maybe one of the kids in the, in like the, with the new class will have like a divorced or single dad. They're just cool. not very nice to her. They're not nice at all. Like just from, from get go. And they're not nice to the brother who I love too. Uh, Noah. Noah. No. Yeah. I was like, and really not great with Amelia either. I mean, it's just, they're, they're kind they're of kind of selfish characters. and like yeah, I don't which know. makes me upset that one of them's going to be with James, who yeah. I really liked in this book. I loved the the the, the uh, little tussles between him and Noah. I thought were hysterical. Yeah, and so I'm like, oh, I don't. I mean, I'm assuming that they're going to be one of a book, and I'm like, mm. Matt. It seems to me like is it Maddie? Maddie and James will be the next book. Yeah, it seems like it was being set up for that because she's going yeah. to culinary school. Yeah, I, I have a feeling like, with this book and then the one before being about um, Noah being the pie maker. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be something in like a, a with the town. So obviously James is the farm that it, they all get their vegetables from. So right. She's I would imagine like the next one will be like she's coming back from school right. and is trying and to like you start know start a r- restaurant or something. Right. Something like but, that. Yeah, they suck. The only thing, well, we'll talk about it. Are is that? Are you cool with your bada bun that, or with your meat then? Um, yeah. I just, the other thing I want to say is I wanted to punch the other one um, when during the wedding because even Amelia's like I had to get the fuck away from your si- from your sister because she's driving. She's even making the wedding planner want to like yeah. light herself on fire. Yeah, I'm like, there's no Emily. reason. Emily, right? Emily, it was Emily. Yeah, there's no reason to be a dickhead. It's not your wedding, yeah. bitch. Like, oh my god, when they left for Mexico, because at one point they leave for a, a yeah. spate of this book, and I was like, thank God. Thank they go god. on vacation. The sisters do. Like a te- all the teachers go out for spring break. Basically, like they go to Mexico. For- yeah. <sighs> Anyhow, yeah, no, that was my meat. I just eh, stab, stab, stab. Okay, so transitioning into my bottom bun, there is my bottom bun is that eventually she gets Annabelle gets the chance to stand up for herself mm-hmm. with both the sisters and the town. And I think that was so important for her character development. She needs that. She she needs to be put into a position where she is going to stand up for herself. Mm-hmm. And I'm really glad that she did. The only to me, there were two two times when the sisters redeemed themselves a little bit. The first time um was when she well i actually don't remember the order in which these things happen I, I don't remember the order in which these things happen but regardless one of them at one point there was a petition going around to like oh yeah break up annie and will fucking town. and <laughs> there were only three people on the pro column and it was mabel and her sisters yeah and i was shocked by that because her sisters were like Go Annie, leave them alone. Let them do their thing. And this well, Noah, N- Noah, the next day was a- after Noah was after- like, whatever, you do your thing. She's an adult fucking woman. She is an yeah, adult. Sorry. My sisters will undoubtedly butt in, and it's none of my business. Yep. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail. No, it's fine. Um, the other time was when she finally stands up to them, 
and they mm-hmm. both are like, oh my God, we're so sorry. Like we've we did doing this. Yeah. We've been doing this and we didn't do it consciously and we're really sorry and we'll try to be better. And they all and bond. They are. Over, yeah. And they are like, they, they are better with her. Um, but I think like for Annie having her finally get to a point like she stands up for herself in front of the whole fucking town the whole she town because they have like an impromptu town meeting. <laughs> she's like you don't get to, you don't get a say here you yeah. don't get to like roll up in here and decide whether or not i get to date will like this has right. nothing to do with you um but in that interaction, at one point, um, <laughs> is reading the petition, um, and Will is with her, and she doesn't, like, finish it or something. She's just, like, holding it in her hands. And he says, <laughs> excuse me, in his internal monologue, he says, I'm on the edge of my seat now. What is on that paper? And how is this suddenly the most entertaining thing I've witnessed in weeks? And, like, that's the moment that I realized, like, Will is coming around to the town. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. he's seeing it. He's finally, like, getting to the point where he, whether he ad- can admit it to himself or not, is starting to realize that he likes the town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was so genuine. It was just funny. Um, but, yeah, that's that's really my bottom bun is that she finally, like, in her character arc, and that might play into yours as well, but, like, in her character arc, she finally makes that decision to say to her, to the people who mean the most to her, like, the people of the town and her sisters, listen, I know you view me this one way, but it's my life and I get to make these decisions, and I'm cho- I'm going to choose whatever I want. Yeah. 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 Um, I was going to go that way, but I'm going to go a little. I'm going to zag a You're little gonna bit. You're going to zag? I'm going to zag. Um, I'm going to go because I really want to th- th- throw some light on these other this other thing, which is um, the two characters that stand out for me besides our main two um, are Amelia and Noah. Mm. And uh, Amelia, with her relationship with, um, with with Annie, is so genuine. And mm-hmm. Amelia is such a good character. Like I just thought she charmed me too. Like, and and Noah himself. Like the the we see and I and I'm kind of now wishing I read the first book because I'm like because their interactions in this book are beautiful too. Because mm-hmm. the way he just like. The way she describes, like, him coming in and, and as one of the sisters, you can't Spider-Man kiss her like that. Like, right, yeah. He definitely, like, kisses her upside down because she's, like, leaning over the back of the... I mean, it's very natural, like, very natural, yeah. like, interactions between two people who are deeply in love with one another. Like, at one point, she he comes in and he kisses her neck uh, mm-hmm. in the morning and goes off to work. But he's, he's is such a... He's such a good, like, easygoing character that it's, who hates change it's, who hates change but he also is like it very much is pretty progressive and for certain for certain things mm-hmm. but i mean like the the pie thing made me so funny laugh. so funny but like and amelia it just there's a there's a part with amelia oh my dress, dressed up like a man it's oh so my fucking God. funny that was um, so fucking funny that was really funny and 
But that she's... again is a time when Amelia, when um, Annie stands up for herself. It is. But, she, but let's all not forget that this thing would never have happened if it hadn't been for Amelia. It's true. So this, she's just, uh, and so I'm actually, it's on my list. It might be one of the next books I read. It might be the first one because it, so, it sounds cute too. But like, it's, yeah, it does. What I do like, and the other thing I like about this, and maybe because I've had so much angst in the last like fucking like two weeks that this was such a light low stakes read like you yeah. know he's gonna stay in town you know right. i mean spoiler <laughs> he stays in town like but you know that's gonna happen like, right i mean but they both get like something i mean they both find their like uh what makes them whole yeah um, they've they've found a piece that is missing mm-hmm. in each other and and it is different than both of them thought Right. That they that it would be that missing piece. Well, and I thought and I think, too, that that Little League scene, we needed that yeah. whole thing. And I could win because when she goes on a date and she meets this guy comes into her flower shop and. um, How about I texted you at one point because we find out like he's got she, she they describe his tattoos and it's like he's got a just beautiful tattoos and butterflies all over his mm-hmm. arm. And she's like, well, why tattoo? Why flowers? He's like, I just like flowers. I'm like, yeah. she owns a flower shop. Come on, Will, you can't be this stupid. Really? Right. Yeah. Um, but, but the guy comes in and he's like her, per- like quote unquote on paper, perfect yep. guy. And I'm like, yes, she needs this. Cause she needs to see what she wants. And, um, it, which leads up to like one of the, the, like the pivotal parts of the book um, but yeah, like it's just um, I don't know. It I thought it was very realistic and and I mean the lo- falling in love part and again the decisions and everything like that. But I mean yeah. it's it's um it's it's pretty nice. It's a it's a pretty good book. But it's very low stakes. Very low stakes. You, you know again. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a fun for it's a fun flirty piece. It is a fun flirty piece. I I mean I really legitimately really enjoyed it. I did too, I did too. I, when I read the description, I'm like, "That sounds super cute." Like, it, what did you said it had? What was the movie you said it had? Um, it reminded you of. Oh shit! Um, Hitch, maybe was it Hitch? No. God, I don't know. I don't remember. There was something when we were because um, when I, I was going through arcs to see like if there was anything that like we could do for the show. And uh, signing up for 400 of them. Yeah. That I'm sure we'll all be on the same, do on the same fucking day. Um, and I remember you reading back things. Or maybe that was something else. That might have been a different book. I think it might have been the one that we're doing in November. Anyhow. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, our text thread is 4,000 pages long. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's thick. Um, like your book. It's thick with two C's <laughs> like my book. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Not that I would know, because I have not actually held it in my hands yet. Sorry. That's okay. I'm glad other people do. I got quarter tricksters before before SL Prater did. <laughs> All right. Would you recommend this book? I would. Absolutely. I believe I just did. Cool. Um, <laughs> I believe I just did. <laughs> would this book embarrass our moms? No. No. I don't think so. No. All right, so we're going to take a break or come back and talk about stunt casting and we're going to do some recommendations and then we're going to tell you what's coming up next. Holla. Holla. Hey. Back, oh, sorry, we'll be back in two and two. Damn it. 
two and a half years into this thing. <laughs> and we're back. We are back, bitches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why is there... Holy... So I just pulled up Google and there's a... Cool. Thanks for... Why is Alan Rickman uh, a Google doodle today? Oh, it's like his birthday or something? No, his birthday was February 21st. And I was hoping it wasn't his death day, but it was, that's not it either. That's January 14th. How do you know that? It's just, I guess, to celebrate Alan Rickman. Oh, I see. Okay. I mean, yes, please do. But okay. Um, weird. Very okay. weird. Celebrating Alan Rickman. Love it. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely threw me there for a second. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so, did it throw you like uh, how he was thrown off of Nagas- Naga- <laughs> Nagayami- <laughs> Nagasaki Tower? I forget no, what it's um, called. Uh, Nakatomi Tower. Nakatomi Tower. Thank you. God. Yeah. <laughs> ah, did you ever hear the backstory on that one? Uh, Can we talk about this? How they did not tell him when they were going to release, release him. And so him. that surprise is like genuine on his face. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, mean, luckily, I watch Die Hard every year. It's not a very... Huh? Oh, it's so good. It's so yeah. good. It's a Christmas movie it, to me. I watch it every year. Alan Rickman's American accent is hysterical because it's so bad. <laughs> but it's great because yeah. it's Alan fucking Rickman. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. All right. Let us talk about some... Uh, how. Uh, let's talk about um, ratings. So how sure. we rate this bitch. Uh-huh. Um would you like to tell uh, the listeners how we rate things? Oh, my God. I would be jizzed about it. Okay. So um, how we do things on this show, we don't do stars or bars. We do um, we do hearts, which is like, how romantical was this book? Did it burn the cockles of your heart? And also eggplants, which is how spicy was this book? TikTok would say it's chili peppers. Whatever. We just rolled with eggplants. Um, well, I like it. You know, whatever. So uh, that's how hot this book was. Mm-hmm. That's our rating system. Darling. Yes. Would you like to start with hearts or eggplants? Let's. Well, since we know. Let's well, might as well start with eggplants because I think we know sure. what it's going to be. Yes. Uh-huh. I mean, I think both of us are probably going to say one. Um, Okay, so I said two because, like, the lead up, like, the Mm. foreplay is hot. The way, like, even at one point she comes over to his, like, hotel at Mabel's or whatever so that they can, like, just practice some things. And he, like, pushes her against the door and, like, holds her hands (gasps) up. And I was like, this is hot as (laughs) <laughs> like, when they when they kiss for the first time in the, uh, in uh, her flower shop, yeah, hot. That's one of yeah. the reasons that I was like, when we finally got to like the sex scene, like it was nothing, and I was like, oh, but we had like, yeah, the lead up was hot, you know, yeah, like that stuff. That's very much like female gaze, just. Like, mm-hmm. he picks her up and carries her to the store, to, like, the back room, and, like, it's it's hot. There's a lot of touching. There's a there's lot, lot of touching, touching yeah. and there's a lot I'm of, like, kissing yeah. her jaw, and, like, yeah. it's hot. Up yeah, at, I'm like... A cr- yeah. 
Yeah, because of the way she, yeah, like I said, we, the lead up we were talking about earlier, yeah, the lead up is not bad, it's pretty hot. Yeah. yeah okay, okay, I'll give, I'll, I'll co-sign with you on two. Yeah, but of course there's no, like, you know, it's a closed door sex scene, so therefore, like, it's not as spicy as, no. you know, other books, but the, no, the lead not, up is hot. I'm not jacking it. There's no, no jacking. Mm-mm. No jacking. Yeah. Um, no fwacking either. <laughs> <laughs> so, so funny this week i was uh listening to the dollop and they were discussing oh fuck i can't even remember who who they're discuss what they're discussing oh the start of massachusetts whatever anyhow what? <laughs> i think that's the episode that, no yeah i think it's the uh the one that they're talking about is where i, I heard that uh how new new hampshire came to be yeah and they're talking about how the, the, one of the guys who i i i didn't get that far in that episode but he moves to 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 america leaves his his, his wife and his daughters but brings his sons with him to america how nice and 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 uh gareth goes do you think he was like you know sleeping around here he's like no dave goes no he's like really religious she goes well what was the wife doing she was like probably like you know flicking he goes oh flacking it she was totally flacking it so like, funny it was so funny also, he I was left. definitely sleeping around he was real religious probably not mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that always works out oh no i know i know that but like the puritans no that would have been like scarlet letter sort of thing yeah, it only counts for women. That's true. Who knows? I don't want to know. Think about some gross guy from the. 1600s. Oh no! It's just that I have literally zero faith in him. So um, I'm just going to assume that he was an absolute shithole of a person. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because especially. Well, also. Well, he was because at one point he uh, he gave away his daughter. So. And there we have it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The best was, yeah, he gave away his daughter, and then what was left uh, after he died, he gave to his kids, his boys, the two boys that he brought over. He yeah, actually fuck that took, dude. A, took a loan out of the bank to bring his, the, he paid literally $10, 10 pounds to bring those two boys over to America. What left about his wife? wife? Oh, no, she, she fucking died in England, so, yep. And they were like, we, they, his, the, 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 the husband's reasoning was because they wouldn't be like, there'd be no one to take care of her. That's, I mean, like, I guess, <clears throat> like when you, when you read all these historical romances, but like somebody's ward, I'm assuming that's what had happened. What had happened was, um, look at your face. I love it. Like, like I did this personally. Like, <laughs> the bar is so far on the floor that it's actually mm-hmm. under the, the floorboards. It's actually yeah. like in the basement. Yeah. The foundation and the floor are are competing for elevation. It's like that South Park episode where James Cameron goes to the bottom of the floor of the ocean to try to lift up the bar. <laughs> if anybody could do it, it's James Cameron. Probably not even him, let's be real about this. Oh no. No. Cause didn't he cheat on Catherine Bigelow when they were married? Anyhow, okay, doesn't I matter. wouldn't put it past him. I mean, honestly, no. like, I am currently wearing, FYI, currently wearing our shirt that says that. book book boyfriend, the definition, noun, uh, first definition, better than any man you've ever been with, second definition, tragically fictional. Um, mm-hmm. Examples given, Darcy, Drew, Josh, Nico, Jack, Jason, Jackson, Charlie, Colin, Rowan, Anthony, Gus, and Rhodes. 
all of them yep. are better than every man you've ever been with. Yep. You yep. know, what? I was actually telling Mr. Veronica during this entire thing. Um, it's it's really frustrating to me. So like now I am a published author <laughs> and I won't shut up about it. Like I'm telling everyone um, and I am publishing. Nor on, should you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, but like it's a pseudonym like Veronica Wynn is a pseudonym. And I did that on purpose because I would like a layer of separation between my published life and my daughter i just i want some separation there so Mm -hmm. that to give her some anonymity right so uh i was saying like i to some extent i i worry that she will get shit for it that like eventually people in her class will like find out that mommy writes romance novels and like you know make fun of her for it and i said to mr veronica like i would be training her to say things like this is what my mom does and it helps like put food on our table and also empowers women to talk about to to talk about their sexuality and talk about their needs and also at some point i'd like to train her to be like we've literally written the playbook for you so if you have a problem with how you feel about like girls not liking you literally pick up a romance novel we have written the playbook for you it's just that you have too much pride which is very misplaced to you know pick it up well and i we had a discussion off air a little earlier uh about like i think i do think that one of the reasons that people shy like meant because here's another fucking check in will's column is that he likes romance novels he reads one of her romance novels and like like devours it he does and he also says to her that shit was hot yes yes and uh, but i think for a lot especially men Mm -hmm. there are no there are a number of men who like romance novels but i think i think for for and then for those who not just men but like like people who read just fiction or nonfiction it's it's the realistic aspect of it it's you know which a lot most of us are going into this stuff because we don't like reality right i don't don't... want to be if i wanted to live in reality i could okay right but there's drugs so i mean like yeah but uh and alcohol and Mm -hmm. um but like but i think it does for some people they need they need the you know, the realism and you know and well the book that i was we we're, we're i was talking about you know telling you that i did not did not finish today was just out of fucking your the it was out of my, your mind it was out of the fucking dumb I, it was a that, whole bunch of like you know and that thing that was where it got me or was like this is why people don't like romance novels yeah or they're they, they're scared and shy away from them yeah and you know i think we can't I guess everybody reads romance novels for different reasons but like as how do I say this it I feel like there is probably an unrealistic expectation set with book boyfriends yeah but again if I wanted the real thing if I wanted to read about the real thing mm-hmm. I mean I it's the it's because so many men are so fucking disappointing 
And if you are one of the 11% of our listeners who are men, um, you know, just think about it, okay? Like, I, it's not, like, I was, I was actually talking to um, someone tonight about how, like, and actually Mr. Veronica last night, it was just, there have been so many experiences in my life where I have been, like, grossly disappointed by men. And it's, I've also been grossly disappointed by women, but like we, you know, the way that girls are conditioned as they grow up in America, because that's our frame of reference here, is that like we're fed Disney and princesses and men who will like sweep you off your feet and fix all your problems and and, like take care of you for the rest of your life and then you get there and you're the one who is doing all of the shit and it is you who carry the mental load it is you who plan all the events it is you who take care of the calendar it's you who knows like every school thing it's you who know all the rules to the things that your kids are doing. It's you who knows the schedule of when soccer practice is. Mm-hmm. And so the man has actually done very little for you. Well, and you have yeah. at, like you have compounded your plate. Well, one of our first books that we've done, we did, we're talking about the single dad and how it's this like, you know, paragon of. Yep. Oh, but it's like fucking women doing it every day, man. Every goddamn day. Every goddamn day. Like the single mom is not even, I get the time I remember talking to Mr. Veronica. Like, are you, like, do do you view me like when I am momming? Do you view me the way that like, (laughs) like we would view single dads? Yeah. And he was like, no. I mean, he was like. Did he say something like, I love you, but no. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's true. Like, it's very much a double standard of like. Well, it's romanticizing something that's not really romantic at all. Like, it's there's nothing there's, you know, nothing charming about having to do fucking normal things that we do in everyday life that a woman does. I mean. Right. Like you like dads are praised for things that women do just, you know, normally every day. Yep. Like that's some bullshit. Oh, yeah. Anyway. We got really far off topic there. Yeah, let's, you know what we should do? We should objectify some people. We should. Wait, did we? Oh, we did talk about eggplants. We did talk about, did we do hearts? We didn't do hearts We didn't. Oh my God. Okay. Sorry. Oh my God, you guys. I'm so sorry. We went off on a tangent. (laughs) However, I am sorry. However, if you felt validated by anything I just said, I'm not sorry at all. I'm so glad that you feel validated by anything I just said. Hey, no problem. And I learned uh, a new term, fwacking. So fwacking it, fwacking it, fwacking it, whack. Okay. I think that's how uh, we got here. Okay. So anyway, yeah. hearts. Tell me how many hearts you get this book. I'm going to pull out because, again, <coughs> my one of my pros is I love how Will falls in yes. love. So I'm going to say a four on this book. I also said a four. Um, I, again, I don't want to give anything away, but at one point, like, he reads her novels. Like, he reads her romance novels, and she specifically really likes, like, pirate romance the, novels. Oh, yeah. The part where he <laughs> where he catches, he comes into the store, and she throws it she over throws her shoulder. Oh, and screams it. God. Screams and throws it. I laugh so fucking hard, because this, honestly, this book would be a perfect, 
I can't say Hallmark because I don't want it to be a Hallmark movie. No, they'll ruin it. You know, and I don't want it to be a passion flicks because they'll ruin it too. So, I mean, if there's some cool, like, whoever made the hating game, yeah. totes, like, this would be perfect. You can make right. a nice PG-13 you know, romance, like um, romantic comedy, but I, it's, mm-hmm. that was such a fucking romantic comedy scene yes. in my head. Um, there's also yeah. another one. Um, he, I mean, the baseball scene, the little league scene, yes, would be hysterical. hysterical. Um, there's yeah. one where like he climbs in her window and he's like yes. shamelessly searching her bedroom, basically. Um, yeah. And he picks up the pirate romance <laughs> yeah the pirate romance i'm like that is that's a niche part it's of that genre niche. man and uh yeah. her internal monologue she's like i need to think of a discreet way to distract him something really casual and easy so that he sets the book down but isn't suspicious stop reading i blurred <laughs> <laughs> she is so ridiculous and i really do love her yeah, I mean, at, at one point, he's like, well, she, after she throws the book, he's, he's like, did you, like, just throw a book? Just to be like, clear, you did throw a book behind you, right? Yeah, and he's like, oh, no, I definitely need to know everything. It comes down to what the name of that book is yep. <laughs> at this point. Yep. Um, yeah, like, I'm not a big uh, pirate romance. That's not my historical jam, but, you know, that's whatever. But it is a very niche. It is very niche. Historical- yeah it was a choice and it was funny it, was, it really contributed yeah. to the yeah. humor it did absolutely oh. so good okay so let's objectify some people shall we okay let's do that let's do that so we do some stunt casting no one has told us not to do it so we're just gonna so we're just gonna keep rolling through it sorry everybody <laughs> sorry not sorry um so <clears throat> We, we, we picked some beautiful people to play the two uh, lead parts if they were going to make it into a movie. Yep. Um, uh, it doesn't matter. They don't have to be an actor. They could just be whatever. Because we've had athletes. Yeah. We've had a lot of athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, Consider me. We both chose a hockey player. Yes. Um, and today, the, it, one of uh, mine is uh, a model. So um, uh, he doesn't need to speak. It's fine. Um, let's. We usually start with the heroines because let's. We're let's here all, for the boys. We're here for the boys. I mean. I'm on the fence. <laughs> uh, well, part of it's on the fence. Anyhow, um, would you like to me to start? I'll can start if you want. Sure, go for it. All right, I picked. I don't remember her name. Cool. Yeah. So let me figure you that out. You and I are doing well tonight. We're doing a really good job. Yeah. Uh, oh, Matt, her name is Addison. <laughs> so let me start that again. How do we do this? Oh, my God. It's been like so long. It feels it like really, I just... It's been like maybe a month. You know what? It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been. It's been. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Ah, never not funny. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Oh, she's adorable, isn't she? Pretty, like she's like girl next door, pretty. Like, because yeah. like Annie is is like, and part of I think what comes from Annie is that she's pretty, but I think is like she's in. It blows his mind that no one has ever just, like told her that she's beautiful, and she has a thing with touch because no one has ever wanted to really touch her. Yeah. And I think that just comes from confidence because it sounds like she is a very pretty, uh, uh, attractive person. Yeah. Like she's, you know, aesthetically, what, what aesthetically beautiful. It, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's Madison Eisman. Um, she's um, beautiful. 
Very, yeah, very girl next door. Uh, mm-hmm. She was in Goosebumps. Oh, she's the um, the lead female um, in... No, no, there's two groups in Jumanji, if you've seen Jumanji. There's the group that are in the game, which is Carrie, uh, Karen Gilliam. Mm-hmm. And then uh, outside the game, it's like, they're the avatars of the people outside of the game, and she's the, the girl outside, the, the teenager that's outside the game. Oh, okay. Um, is this the new, like, the rock version? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I have not seen it, but I do want to. Yeah. Well, and Karen Gilliam doesn't play doesn't play her avatar. She play she's another person's avatar in the book in the movie. So I think is she? Oh no, wait. Yes, she is. So anyhow, um, but yeah. Uh, oh, she was an Annabelle comes home. Great, but she's really cute. Yeah, no, she is really cute. Twenty six. Um, R.I.P. Robin Williams. He was in the original Jumanji. He was. He was. <sighs> Sadness. Okay, so that is my Annabelle. She's cute. And it's funny that she was in a movie called Annabelle Comes Home. It is. So there you go. Yep. But that stupid fucking doll. Anyhow. Yeah, I can't, I will never see that movie or any of its uh, derivatives because I hate well, you, dolls. Well, and you, but you know that the doll wasn't really a scary doll. It was a fucking Raggedy Ann doll and it wasn't real. Anyhow. Um, it doesn't matter. Oh, yes. I hate it dolls. It doesn't matter. Um... Okay, so I, I like chose uh, Am- oh, shit. Amanda. Is that her name? Amanda Seafried. Seafried. A la Mamma Mia. Um, yeah. She. One of the things that I really like about her um, in particular is that, like, she can have that girl next door kind of look. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. she's very pretty, especially in, like, Dear John with Channing Tatum. Like, she's very pretty. But. Also yeah. can be like knockout gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's she just like kind of has a versatile look about her. I mean, I, she for me it was like she's a, she's a perfect Cosette if she could sing, and she, yeah, because she was Cosette, right? And she can't sing, but she's you know very like wide eyed, big beautiful eyes. Yep, yep. I like it. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, she's that's so gorgeous. Yeah, and, and she seems show. like a nice. Nice person too. Yeah, and I like that too. Yeah, she does. Okay, I hope it's true. Uh, I hope so. I have a feeling she's one of those ones. Who's like, I'm, I, I, I don't doubt that. I'm sure she's probably a decent person. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. So th- this person I chose does not wear like to wear shirts. So, no one's sad about that. No one is. No one is sad. Um, I'm gonna send you. <laughs> okay, so there's one without a shirt. Uh, oh my god, I think I picked all of them that don't have a shirt on. Well, because again, he's allergic to shirts. He's like Matthew McConaughey and allergic to shirts. Um, let's see. Oh, yep. No, no, he doesn't have a shirt on this one either. <laughs> None of the ones I picked has a shirt on. <laughs> he's a male model. Um, his name is Madison Hogue, I think it is. Uh, Christian Hogue? Christian Hogue, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This last one. Uh, this last one. This last one. Those veins, man. Um, yeah, he is an Instagram personality, Whoa. I guess. That last one? Yep. <clears throat> yep. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, and also an uh, international model. He is very attractive. Uh, yes, Christian Hogue. Um, because Will is supposed to be, like, like, dark hair, bright, I mean, they talk about his eyes all the time, like, bright blue eyes. Yeah. He's, he was on BuzzFeed's most sexy like 
some BuzzFeed or something, yeah. <laughs> like a listicle, right? Um, and uh, like he's almost at this point almost as well known as as Ray Roses, right? Which, like, I, it's weird for I me to say that, that name. Yeah, I know. Oh my, he is pretty. So that's my guy. Well, shit. He's real cute. Oh, you were gonna you tell me who you were going to pick, and you said there was a story. Oh, okay. <clears throat> All right, I'll tell you who I was going to pick first. Um, okay. And then you found out that I figured out who this dude is that I really picked. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, I do remember that. I absolutely remember, and it was um, um, broken English. Nope, not broken English. Dirty English. Okay. Dirty English. Yeah. All right. This is the gentleman I was going to choose. Okay. Hot. Yes. Yes. Um, but yes. Brazilian, and therefore it does not have blue eyes. Um. I mean, I don't know. Like, maybe are there Brazilians with blue eyes? Probably. But, like, I wouldn't... I I guess in my experience with Brazilian people, it, that's uncommon. If I am incorrect, you please let me know. I would love to know better. <laughs> what a fact check. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm sorry. All right. <clears throat> so then I was, you know, as one does, Googling dark-haired male actors with blue eyes, right? Yeah. As one does. I'm curious. I don't want to tell you where I figured this out. Um, I want to know if you can figure it out first. Okay. Do you recognize him? His name is Casey Dietrich? Dietrich? Don't oh, look wait, it up. Wait, wait. Don't look it up. Don't, no, no, but I no. It's okay. No. Uh... God, he looks a lot like Tom Hardy. He looks a lot like Thor the Lumberjack from TikTok. No, it's oh, not okay. Thor the Lumberjack. No. Oh yeah, but yeah, he does yeah. look like him. Um, he does. But like, I was like, God, I must have used him for stunt casting at some point, right? Like, you I know, must have, but I I this... couldn't find him anywhere. It makes me laugh that we both find guys who have lots of scruff and beards because Will can physically not grow a beard. Yes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he complains about it at one he point because James, James got a beautiful, like, beautiful beard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yes. That first one, though. Hello. Uh huh. He's a he's a tra- he's a nice piece of meat, man. He's uh. I mean, if I'm going to objectify it, like, I like the comments on the one, oh boy, that is some ripped gorgeous body. That is not English, FYI. <laughs> oh boy, that is some ripped, gor- ripped gorgeous ripped body. Ripped gorgeous body. Um, that is some, that is some ripped gorgeous body. It is indeed. <laughs> I um, think she meant, oh, that is some rich gorgeous, I mean, it's just yeah, got oh, you say sure, it. yeah. Yeah, yeah. The emphasis on the right syllable. Um, I had his IMDb pulled up, um, but had not uh-huh. looked very far like into it. I didn't like <laughs> look f- further down the list. I only looked at like uh-huh. the first four. But then, you know how it'll have like a rolling, you know, like yeah, you know, um, what are this trailer at the top? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, that's where I know him from. He originally played the male lead in Driven. Oh, sorry, but break 
call back to fucking passion flicks yes oh that's right yes oh god that, that show only for the first season yeah god that and then they replaced him were, god oh with the guy who looked like he was 40 years old mm-hmm. like he looked a lot older than the other yeah and was not a good act. neither of them are great actors but and also the material's awful but yeah 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 he's been in a lot of uh <clears throat> Uh, Hallmark movies, A Very Merry Bridesmaid. Ooh, something called Tentacles. All right. He's in something right now called In the Dark. Oh, yeah. It's In the Dark, uh, colon, Tentacles. Okay. Um, I actually wonder if this is the reason that he was replaced on Driven. Because this, he's been in, like... Wasn't there, like, scheduling things? Yeah. Like, he... So, this has been... Into the in the dark is listed as starting in 2019. So, like, I wonder if that became an issue with filming. Whoa! All I know is he was like and he's been in almost every episode. There are 52 total episodes. He's been in 48 of them. What? Oh, he's going down on her definitely. Where? Um, this tentacle show because I'm watching the trailer and there's with a shot of her like, like. I mean, he's... It's not his first scene of someone, of him going down on someone, so. Oh, God. I still have flashbacks to that fucking movie. And you had read, and you read the book, I did read the book. The book was infuriating. Oh. Tentacles? I'm seeing In the Dark and Into the Dark. It's Into the Dark Tentacles. I think it's, well, it's a TV show, so... I think it might be different seer, se- like seasons are called something different, maybe. I don't know. It's a Hulu show. I don't know. But it looks like something crawls out of some... Oh, my God. There's another good-looking guy in this cast, too. Hello. Who are you? I'll, I'll, I'll send over this other gentleman who looks like a little bit like Jensen Ackles. Oh, hot. There you go. Whoever this gentleman is. God, they're plus bucket. There you go. <clears throat> He's got a cute little. He does make oh. a guy who looks a lot like Jensen Eccles. He is cute. Oh, he's a singer, I think. Anyhow, okay. All right, let's move on. <laughs> <clears throat> Anywho. Anywho, Zulbees. Um. All right, let's talk about some recommendaciones. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because we both have had some, some stuff to recommend because I got 400 different things that had to write reviews for so um um would you like to go first sure um so there are a couple different books that came out this week that um i've technically started both of them but it's been um like we've just had stuff going on and i had to read this obviously uh, one of them is the second installment in Amy Penza's Bitten and Bound series. It's called Stolen. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is a true trilogy. So this is like the middle book um, mm-hmm. in them. And the next one comes out, I think, in May. So that'll be the final one. Um, and then friend of the show, of course, S.L. Prater. She released the second in a duet. I mean, it's a series, but like Night and Rain have mm-hmm. a duet and and that is court of tricksters court of tricksters was the first king of tricksters is the second um and i downloaded it as soon as i possibly could yesterday and started it um and you've already finished it so um yeah so that's what i am 
super looking forward to. And then there is there's also an author on um, TikTok who is kind of like trading ARCs with me. So I sent her um, a copy of Meet Me at Home. And let me see. Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't TikTok. It was Instagram. It's Lee, but I don't want to get her last name wrong. It's Lee Scarkett. Lee Scarin. So L-E-I-G-H. Um, Scarin is C. I'm sorry. S K. A-R-I-N. Cool. Um, so yeah, I'm going to read an ARC of her next book, which is called Hidden. Ooh. Yeah. Hidden. I like it. Um, what about you? Well, <clears throat> if anybody wants to read my review of King of Trickters, it's on our website. Woohoo. So, yes, I very much enjoyed it. Um, got very sad. Uh, it is very action-packed. There's a lot that goes on in this book. Um, but you have to read the first one, because sure. this literally... It, immediately it's, it, it, you know the first one's in a cliffhanger and this is like immediately afterwards so you do need to read and and, and you should um i also read uh <clears throat> rogues rules for seduction uh by evelae um and this is the last in the last chance scoundrels books and if you all remember last year for the anniversary show um uh how to win a wallflower uh was the second in this was I featured it quite a bit because I loved it so much and uh, we finally get to get to see Dom's book uh, he's the last of the, the three scoundrels that need to get wed by the end of the year to be able to not get cut out of <laughs> financial uh, you know uh, to face financial ruin um, and this book is um, I say every time I was going back and I was reading my reviews I was like I say every time that this book is hot. This book is the hottest one yet. No, this book is the holy cats. Some of the things I sent to you, I was like, I can't even. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, there's bondage in this book. There is, I mean, there's, yep. There's a lot. There's a lot of things happen in this book that I was kind of like mutual masturbation or, uh, yeah, not mutual. Um, they both masturbate like w- together. W- together yeah okay um yeah there's a lot there's a lot and they have sex a lot and like you're getting upset because this is like this is also a second chance romance because we start the we start the first book literally at their wedding that he walks out of so she so willa has wow. been jilted and she leaves the continent and also they're all like like that they're all brother and sister but like she is the sister of the two first and second books and the one, the heroine from um, the first book is the sister of Dom of this one. So it's like this whole like little incestuous, not really, but like, um, so which you don't meet Willa until this book. And so it's just, it's beautiful. It's actually very beautiful too. I mean, it's, it's, I just, I love Ava Lee, uh and uh, her writing. So, um, and the other book I'm going to recommend that we both read we both, I mean, red is, I think, the wrong word for what we did on that book. We <laughs> devoured. Fucking, we ate it out. <laughs> um. <laughs> we ate it up. Yum, 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 yum. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, nom, 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 nom. Uh, it was uh, You Can Have Manhattan by oh, P. D'Angelico. So I can't tell you, like, I'm still thinking about that book. Yeah. I'm still thinking about it. Like, it is yes enemies to lovers and there's part of it that is fucking brutal like, yeah brutal mm-hmm. um 
but I liked, I mean, I really liked it so much. I ended up, um, downloading her, uh, another duet of hers, or sorry, a duet of hers called, uh, baby maker and tiebreaker. And, uh, baby maker is, is pretty good. It's, 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 I, I liked it just as much. Um, I think I'm no, it's not, not as much, but like, I, I think I, I really, very like, God, I'm not doing, doing well at all. <laughs> I very much liked it, but I liked it. You, you can have Manhattan a lot more. Because, I mean, it's enemies to lovers, man. It's so good. And he, like, he needs to grovel. Oh, my God. And he does. He does. And he does. He does. Um, and he he's wrecked. He, yeah. Like, you feel it for him. Like, yeah. Like, when he does, when he... But, um, yeah, I mean, I thought the, the character arc of... of, of um, and I forgot her name. Scott and... Scott and... My brain, I have like so many names. Honestly, in my head. how? Yeah, the heroine. Her her character arc is. The hell great. is her name? Damn it! Hang on. Because it's the the it, it's got a um, nickname too. She has a nickname that she goes like a shortened version. I'm almost positive. Oh Christ! On the crutch, Sydney. Sydney. Yeah, because they call uh, they call Sid her Sid. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. That's that's it for me. It's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. What are you listening to? <laughs> uh, so I'm going to shamelessly promote the playlist for my book. Um, there's a link. It, yeah. There's a link in um, the show description. You can also just search for Veronica Wynn um, on Spotify. Cool. Yeah. I like it. It's uh, diverse in its uh, genre. You mean it's not just all Taylor Swift? There's some of there on there. <laughs> There's a few Taylor Swift. Uh, and I'm not sorry, even a little bit. So <laughs> There's also some yes on there. So, you know. Hey, man. And some Beastie Boys. So, Well, there you go. It is what it is. It's um, varied and funny and sad and happy, much like life. Okay sure you're welcome i like it what do you like it do um i was just looking i was trying to find the episode um um i have recommended this podcast before but i i was listening to this episode and i thought it was perfect and it's not the dollop and it's not knowledge fight so that's interesting (laughs) because it's usually the ones that i um i recommend but this is uh you're dead to me the uh bbc historical uh podcast but they had one um and i'm going i'm going back and uh time <laughs> so what i'm doing <laughs> go with back in time um it is from february of this year it's their valentine's special and it's about georgian courtship so it's pretty much talking about like uh jane austen that sort of time period and it's very interesting it's very um not what you'd expect because i think most of us are going to expect like um it, that in fact, the, the the comedic guest on there uh, says, "Well, I would imagine that most uh, the the focus on during you know of courtship for Georgians at this point, like in the Georgian area or Georgian era, and we're talking England, um, mm-hmm. is which is I believe runs from seventeen um, I think she said seventeen ninety to or seventeen seventy to uh, eighteen thirty I think huh. um, is." 
it's actually very much like we all think it would be like um, plotting almost like a business transaction. Like who has a dowry, what, you know, but right. those who are not gent who are like, who not like super, like almost royalty, like your dukes and things like that. Yes. That's probably closer to what it was like, but like, therefore like lower gentry and middle-class and even lower, it was very much about love. It was very much about love. Um, and like finding your and like and they, and they said that's why you have so many love stories that come out of that time period is because it was a very important thing because it is the person that you not only have to like create a life with like like it's very much like now so yeah yep all right and all since right. they didn't have divorce you had to make sure that you it was somebody you could at least rub along together with so rub along <laughs> nice it's a it's a big yeah rub right. along together I think we'll rub along together quite well. Oh, wow. That's very romantic. How nice. It's yeah. like getting married for tax purposes, you know? That's probably what I would do it for. Um, happens. Yeah. Although, can okay, All right. Yeah. So what are, we t- what are we reading next? Ooh. So next we are going to be where, oh, I just like closed the thing. Okay. We next we are going to be reading If Only You by Chloe Lee, which we have said multiple times it's going to be next and then we have not. So for real, for real, for real for this, real time, this time. Um as the youngins would say, for real, for real. Um we are doing that next and we're I'm I mean I think no you, cap this time. No cap. No cap. Um I'm super excited about it because I love Chloe Lee and you and oh, I have I do too. Yeah. You, you and I have both read off of the show um always only you i think was the name of that one and that was um uh the the heroine had like rheumatoid arthritis and i Mm -hmm. forget the um the the male main character's name is something he's a hockey player yeah it's something norwegian yeah (coughs) um soren yeah because they call him ren Oh, they call him Ren, right. Yeah, so it's, I think it's Soren, but they call him Ren. Right. Um, so then for the show, we read Everything. Everything for you? Everything for you. Which I fucking loved. I mean, we yes, both everything loved it. For you. Like, yes, I fucking loved it. Um, that was like kind of Ted Lasso based, where like Ted Lasso is um, the is one of the players on the soccer team, and uh, Roy Kent is another can I tell you that when I turned over, like, I was looking, so I've got a, oh, well, okay, hi, well, wow, you just made yourself known, hello. Um, um, the, uh, the brain, thank you. I have a Ted Lasso calendar, and I went to go look to see, like, what was coming up, and I looked at, it was, it's the picture for June, Gay Pride Month, is, is of, of, um, Roy and and uh, and Ted in the stands together having a very like very like is this where he's gonna break it to, to you know Roy that he probably should retire and or they weren't gonna play him they weren't gonna start him that's what it was and, and they kind of leads to his retirement but like it's such a it's a beautiful picture but it's also like if you didn't know any better you would think these two were together and it was very much like uh, it was it was very fitting yeah because you know for June so I thought that was a really Aww. nice nice selection. <sighs> my god sorry i didn't mean to go on a ted so good i was going on a tl tangent that's okay i love that book so much um so then the next installment is uh, is this final one in the series 
Yes, I believe so. Because I think it's all because they all does, haven't all the siblings gotten books. I she's the youngest. Think so. Yeah. yeah so, um, at any rate, um, I cannot remember her life. Oh, wait, her name no. for the life of me right now. Bergman Brothers, uh, book six. Ziggy is her name. No, um, because there's another one. Because there's the one that likes the historical romances. I don't think he have gotten his book yet. Oh, the one that like pranks pranks what's his face from the from the Ted Lasso inspired book. Oh, I think you're right. We haven't gotten we haven't gotten his book yet. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, because only when it's us is Ryder. Um, always only you is Ren. Um, ever after always is, um. Aiden and Freya. That's the painter, right? No, with you forever is the painter. That's Axel. Okay. Okay. Um, Freya is the daughter. Like she's one of the girls. It's like Ziggy and Freya are the girls. Oh, that's right. In the in the and Aiden and Freya are married, and you actually kind of see them at the end of Ren's book because Aiden and Freya are having it's. Oh yeah, their book is like yeah. a marriage in trouble kind of scenario. Oh, gotcha. Um, <clears throat> and then everything for you, obviously, is uh, is Gavin and Oliver. So yeah, you're right. Like the one who pranks him is not. Yeah, so there will still, be another yeah. one. Yeah. So anyway, if only Unless you she doesn't do it, but I would assume she's going to. It I would imagine she will. Yeah. Um, that would be like weird if they left that one. Left that one out. He's like one of the best brothers. Yeah, because yes. he's pretty goddamn funny. Um. So yeah, if only you, um, Ziggy plays for the national soccer team. Um, Sebastian is the um, best friends. It's it's he's the male main character, but it says um, so. My best friend's sister. So like, I'm assuming he's a teammate of Ren. Oh, because he's a hockey so player. Since, yeah, I know so it's been so long since, since we've read the book, but I might go back into the kindle edition and like search for sebastian yeah and see what comes up um because there's a there's an, isn't there a jackass one on the team i wonder if he's the jackass I wonder. uh it says so when my best friend's sister ziggy bergman proposes a public quote friendship to revamp our reputations it's an offer i can't oh, refuse Oh, i love it up till now i've stayed away from ren's sweet shy little sister to avoid any risk of ruining my one good friendship but I reassure myself there's no risk in our scheme. I'll fake a friendship with Ziggy, fix my reputation, and get back to hockey, the one and only thing I love. Because, yeah, um, isn't, do you remember when there he's, he's doing, because in uh, Ren's book, he does those, like, um, he does those, like, Shakespearean, um, Oh my god, like, yes. And, I don't, you know what's really funny? I don't, I don't have it. I don't really it's, it's crazy no I have and what I have one I don't think I've I have only one it's us and I haven't read that one. Oh, weird because I think it might have been a stuff your candle day um but um there's but there's one of the guys that's in the group oh my god I don't it. have it either I wonder if it was on kindle unlimited or something at the time could be and I might have turned it back in yeah um but there was one guy in the team that was kind of giving him shit about it and like wasn't participating and i'm wondering if that's sebastian it would be interesting if it was yeah huh anyhow yeah 
All right. Well, where can people find us? Oh, my God. <laughs> we're in a lot of places. Everywhere. We're everywhere. Every, we're like we're everywhere. Um, everything everywhere all at once. Um, yep. You can find us on our website. Chickletbookclubpodcast.com. You can buy our merch. <laughs> Chickletbookclubpodcast.threadless.com. You can find us on Twitter, kind of. Yeah, we, we don't really I mean, do anything neither, with that. Neither anymore. podcast does me into anything Twitter no. anymore. At Chicklet Podcast. But you can find us on Instagram. Heck yeah, you can. Chicklet Book Club Podcast. You can also find us on TikTok. Heck yeah, you can. Chicklet Book Club. And on Pinterest, you can find our spank naughty lists and our stunt casting. Chicklet Book Club Podcast. You can email us your constructive criticism at Chicklet Book Club Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on YouTube. At Chicklet Book Club. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. No one's looking at Facebook. Uh, and you can support us on Patreon. <laughs> you can also follow us on Goodreads. If you also like yeah. uh, read some of our reviews, you can follow us on Goodreads. Faux I mean, show. Yep. And we have a Patreon that we will eventually probably still never do anything with. But that's what we No, about it. we're it's going fine. to. It's one fine. day. I swear to God. I swear for God. We're I swear for God. Whatever happened to that guy? I don't know. I think he... I Who the fuck knows, honestly. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It was funny um, in peak TikTok, which was 2020. Like, 2020. Yeah, when everyone couldn't leave their house. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we are... <laughs> how do we fucking end this thing? My brain. <laughs> I... You know, what's really funny is that I just recently... like. In the last couple of days, finished listening to Sound of Madness, like our uh-huh. episode Sound of Madness, and yeah. I was sick, and neither of us could actually get through it. Like, n- neither of us really did much of it. No, no, and then we just talked. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. we gave ourselves a negative 20 on <laughs> <was a> score. <laughs> oh, shit, we're scoring this? Oh, man. <laughs> I have a doctor's appointment in three weeks because that's as soon as I can get in. I hate it here. <laughs> Why is that? You can be like, I'm dying, but there's like 400 old people that get in the next day. They're like, I don't know, go to urgent care. Go to the ER. Okay. Although I just say that when I had, I finally went to the urgent care that day, it did only cost me $20. So I was very excited. <laughs> I got my bill. I was like, $20. Yay. I mean, I might, this. Express Care might be in my future again. Again. Awesome. I, yes, I love it here, too. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. In the meantime, I will continue to live off of albuterol and cough drops. Yep. And Advil cold and sinus. Sponsor us. Um, anyway, so how do we end this thing? <laughs> in the most obnoxious way possible. Although that little rant that we, you and I just went on was pretty fucking obnoxious too. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, not to us. We enjoyed it, but I'm sure our fucking Obby. listeners like, like, stop <laughs> talking, you fucking assholes. <laughs> oh my god, why do I listen to this show again? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> we don't know either. We don't know either. But we're so glad you're here. Did you do? <laughs> Someone needs to hear this bullshit that gets sport in my brain. Uh, all right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Bye. Bye. I think that's a note that only dogs can hear at that point. <laughs> or.
It is a I, <laughs> the wheeze. I mean, that's not oh, normal. God. No, it's not. No. Cool. Yeah.